What's up guys, it's me, Givaz here, and we at the What's Up God podcast, and I'm with my boy, my boy Gadiel. What's up, bro? This What's is up? the man right here. I met hey his first semester here at CF9. Let's go, yeah. He's the man. He is the the Laredo man. Yeah, I'm the 956 guy. The Pudu 956 guy. Nah, dude, I, gotta, I, gotta, I don't even look like an Edgar, bro. I'm just saying, like, you get me like this. It's fine, it's whatever, just gotta represent. You gotta represent, yeah. though. Um, so today, we're gonna be talking about, um, what's it called? Oh yeah, Enneagram. Enneagram. Enneagram, so this has been sort of, quote-unquote, almost shunned in the church. <sighs> it, it, it kind of became like a, a, a bad word, because a lot of people were using it in a negative way, and a lot of people started like, taking it as doctrine and they were like no it's because this and, and they start like enforcing it you know like a lot of the mm-hmm. things that that for example like you know we have dr siphon and he's telling us like oh a lot of the things that we have in church today um were really made like all the sacred things that we think of um were really not practiced by like the the like i guess you could say like the ogs yeah and then that's kind of the same thing here. It was. It just became into a thing that oh, everyone's doing it. So now everyone like like you meet someone and you ask them like oh, what is, what are you? What are you? And then you profile them and it's like ah, oh. so it becomes kind of like it gets a negative twist to it. Yeah. And I get it. I completely understand it. But it, it kind of makes a view as like a whole um, what is it? Like the horoscope. The astrology. Yeah. Astrology. Yeah. Yeah. They do. But it, the thing is that I guess that's one of the biggest misconceptions is that people think that the the enneagram is like telling you what you are Mm -hmm. it's like it's imposing a personality and it's imposing a number on you Mm -hmm. and that's not the truth because for example with the with um with astrology or like with the horoscope i am technically supposed to be something according to my birthday yeah and my birthday has nothing to do with my personality right Mm -hmm. but with the enneagram you actually are recommended it's recommended to read up and search Mm -hmm. up about it before you make a decision and yeah. a lot of people say it's not right for, for example, we were having a conversation about this and you asked me, what am I? Yeah. And I, I told you, I was like, I can't tell you. Yeah. Because it's not good for me to try to impose something because you're already going to be biased once you walk into mm-hmm. the, like, I guess your journey with the Enneagram and then you're going to be, okay, well then I need to identify myself with whatever personality type. Yeah. So that's where I kind of understand the whole difference between astrology or like the horoscope and the Enneagram. It just... The Enneagram is just a tool, uh, um, a psychology tool or a, a tool in terms of personality to, to, to help people like react to things. It, it helps you know how you react to things and it helps you, at least to me, it helps me give grace to certain people once I see them act out either anger or fear or like a gut feeling like a like if it was just like um, out of impulse or out of just like it. it, it it, it just comes out naturally. It, it gives grace. It helps me give grace to certain people when we don't agree or when we, we have certain things that just, like you just don't rub right with a certain person or you like have problems. It helps you to, to give grace. Yeah. That's a train passing yeah, by, bro. Yeah, a train, man. Yeah, We're in the go. train station right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but know uh, my that. question is, right, so I want to talk about how as us as Christians and even Christian leaders, how can we 
adopt this in it in the church environment mm-hmm. and not make it like a whole big deal of astrology and like yeah, you yeah, said yeah. how can we as church and church leaders in general like like say how this is a how to, to broadcast to the wider christian audience how can we broadcast this as a overall good and overall bad but also recognize the bad that comes with it mm-hmm. a lot of churches starting from like i think it was 20 i want to say around 2015 when it started getting like a lot of popularity mm-hmm. um started doing these tests to every single one of their leaders and i think that's a very good thing because um you have to know who you're working with and the personality types and all these things like for example in, in my church in laredo i kind of helped my friends into it got it interested in again they would make fun of me because they're like oh you were obsessed with the enneagram or whatever and obviously we all have a phase where we discover something and it's mm-hmm. like like you're hyper fixated on it and it's it's, it's like cool. oh this is this. yeah yeah and, and it was pretty cool like, honestly Beyblades. yeah like Beyblades are like i don't know like if you're mexican you had tassels or something like, you know <laughs> stuff like that or like just things that you get obsessed with and and it's a like i guess you could say a phase but um it helped it helps a lot because you know what personalities you're working with and you again how i said you learn to give grace there's certain personalities that can react very quickly to certain ideas and certain thoughts mm-hmm. um and they can just it doesn't take long for them to process certain information but then there's other personality types that just want to take it chill mm-hmm. and for example if you bring up a, a a request or if you bring an idea to the table and everybody agrees except for like one or three, one or two or three people, then it's not necessarily, you understand that it's not necessarily that they don't agree with you. It's just that they need time to process. Sometimes, yes, it will eventually come to the fact that, well, you don't agree. Yeah. Or sometimes it'll come to, okay, I understand completely. Now I get it. Like at the moment you brought the idea five minutes later, it's not going to come through 10 minutes. Maybe not give it, give it some time and it'll help. Or like as leaders, sometimes we deal with, strong personalities or like just people with with uh i guess you, like a, a challenger type of personality and you know with this person you kind of have to treat him a certain way for them to be able to respect your authority mm-hmm. so not necessarily saying that you have to show and you have to state your authority over them first before they state theirs over you but you have to show that, okay, we're gonna do this together. We're gonna, we know what we're doing. We're following one same vision. Tag along, or don't. Like it, you're for it or against it. Yeah. So, it just, it would help a lot if a lot of people were more informed about it in the healthy way. But now there's people that are too informed on it and they just focus on profiling people. Mm-hmm. So every single time that they have a problem with someone or every single time a person reacts a certain way and this person is not familiarized with the Enneagram, you bring it up like if it was like, oh, of course you're this. Or, oh, of course you're that. Or like, I don't know if you've heard like- it becomes a whole strong, yeah. you're a Virgo. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like oh, that's so Aries of you. Yeah. It's like, like it, sound, it starts sounding like that and it starts getting a negative- um, Connotation. Yeah, it's a negative connotation because it's like, okay, now you're starting to profile, profile this person as, oh, you're this. Or like, oh, this person doesn't agree with you. Oh, of course, because you're a uh, whatever. You get before me? We, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, no, before no, anything, we haven't even explained what this thing is. You're right. You're right. We Let's give a ourselves. basic understanding of what mm-hmm. this is because there's, so, there's like numbers in this between. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm going to try to like 
explain it as simple as possible and if it's still kind of difficult to understand, I get it. It's very complicated, but it's yes. trying to explain as simple as possible. So, the Enneagram is a, a personality, um, I guess you could say branches of personalities. If there was a tree that had that was called the, brand, the tree of personality, there, it has nine different branches. And each one of these nine different personalities um, is different in its own way, in its uh, struggles, in its way of um, feeling identity, in its way of feeling like it belongs or it doesn't. Or Each how one of we them. interact in yes. situations. Yes, how we, how we react and how we interact, how certain negative things in our life may make us act a certain way. And we all have a little bit in everything. Mm-hmm. We all yeah. have a little bit in everything. We, we are not profiled to one single number. Yeah. It's not like, oh, for example, I'm a two. And I'm only a two. Yeah, no. Like, I only stick to this personality and I don't get out of here. No. no. You have, you are a shade of two, but in that color palette of the Enneagram, every single two can look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's just the general idea. Like, you, once you start investigating on it, you sometimes see that you don't necessarily 100% agree with everything that the number of personality that you relate mm-hmm. to, relate to. Sometimes it's 97%. Sometimes we've had, like, for example, the other day that we made a, a, I made questions to a friend that we have in common, like, oh, how do you relate to this number? He said, well, like about 25%. Okay, well, then what about this number? And he said, um, I kind of relate to it a little more. Um, what, what, uh, tell me a little bit more about it. And I explained it to him and he said, yeah, that's what I relate to more. Because it's, a personality like at the end of the day each person is different mm-hmm. so it's just shades of different personalities so there's nine different personalities and you have one that predominates over all the others mm-hmm. then you have things that are called wings which are the numbers to each side and usually you have a strong number so it's like the numbers one through nine in a circle start with one and with nine like if it was a clock so um the one has next to it the nine, which is the, the end, the last number, and a two. So you could look, you could say, I am, my personality is, is mostly like a one, but sometimes I show qualities of a two or a nine. nine. It depends. Each person is different. Um, again, you would have to investigate to know what yours is, but it, it helps because, again, you are not just one number. Yeah. It's like you have one number that predominates over all the other ones and you have one number that shows more than all the others. But in in the Enneagram, you have a little bit of everything. It's not just one number, but it's a whole array of, so, of colors and shades of the number. So on the basic terms, it's like a personality test mm-hmm. that shows you what you are mostly, but it also shows all the other ways that you yes. are and the little bits of everything. Yes. You're a little bit of everything, but there's going to be one particular thing that points out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they all, each one has like a category. So I did the test and I'm a, mainly a five. A five. Five in my wing. And then there's like a, my eight as well is really high as well. Uh-huh. But then my wings are four and six yes but my main one is like a five and eight is very high as well mm-hmm. and it, it when i was reading it it said i was an investigator like that like because five is an investigator like term yeah and then uh, what is two two's helper two's a helper two's a helper yes the ones are like the perfectionist twos are helpers yes. threes are like 
the I guess some people call it like the chameleons, the 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 shifters, the they can shift shift. They they want to blend in, blend in, in but also group. show their success. They ha- they have to be very very like they're I guess you could say they are Instagram models. Okay. Like their Instagram page looks like success, and that's it. Okay. They don't like they no show failure. their good side no rarely. Okay, then four was four. Fours are like the romantics. They are very um in touch with their emotions they have very high highs and sometimes very low lows because their emotions are just out there and um fives like you said are the investigators Investigators. and it makes sense because once i told you about the enneagram you were like oh maybe not and it may seem like fives usually are a little bit more skeptical and then we have a six which i think is the the loyalist if i'm not think so uh, if i'm not mistaken and then you have the sevens, which are like the super um, hyperactive type of uh, personality that are like, go, go, go. And then they like, they achieve, they achieve, they achieve. They want to keep going after, on one thing and then they get bored of it and they move on to the next and they get bored of it and move on to the next. Then the eights are the challengers. Uh, finding eight personalities when you're a two is, is kind of cool because I'm, being, I'm saying kind of cool because it's, um, they are the either lead me follow me or get out of my way type of personality. And we find a lot of people like that being natural leaders. And um, once they walk into a room, the energy of the room changes because mm-hmm. they are there. Their presence is a little bit stronger and they have a stronger like um, personality type. Authority figure yes. almost. Yeah. And then we have the nines, which are like peacekeepers. And again... They're, they're the vibes. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the vibes. They're, it's like they're one the of our, our closest friends like, is, Isaac, is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah Isaac is a, is a nine. He's a vibe. He found out... I mean, we're not implying, like, we're not imposing this number on it. He's a nine, yeah. No, but he no, mostly he, strongly is a nine. Yeah, and everything he, else, he has a bunch of other things. He investigated and he, was, he said, I, identif- I feel more identified with the struggles and the, the, the negatives and the positives of a of nine. A nine yeah. So I was like, okay, then maybe. So, so yeah, that's like the basic gist of it. But I want to get into as well, which this has been, you told me this. You said that these things don't change, right? Like, the... the like your personality doesn't change necessarily. Like if no, your number is that number, it's your number. Like I know that sounds wrong. Uh-huh. Like we're saying, but I'm like saying like you were, for example, you were in a five, right? And throughout every, throughout the years and years and years, things can fluctuate and change. But at the same time, it, that never changed. Like it's uh-huh. almost complicated. In, in essence, you could stay the same. Like your personality, your dominant. Your, the mm-hmm. one nu- number, I guess you could say, of your personality that you have stays sort of the same. The only way that you can change is through trauma. And trauma, not necessarily as in a bad, like, in a bad way. Because I was just, about to say, I was like, what happens if a Christian, if someone from the world, mm-hmm. repents and drastically gets transformed by Jesus? And their personality just changed. Like mm-hmm. they were a bad person. They didn't like a lot of people. They mm-hmm. were very spec, you know, very oh, like oh, I don't like this person. Or yeah. gossipy, or didn't think everything was like oh, atheist. I might think the world is eh, I don't know, I don't mm-hmm. know, no. Then they saved by Jesus, and then all of a sudden they're like a really nice person. They, they were totally transformed. Yeah. Then doesn't that wouldn't that change? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that whole personality be changed because of Jesus? The health of the person mentally and spiritually does change. Mm-hmm. So. Once, once we, when we are living without um, uh, Jesus and without Holy Spirit, a lot of our things can go unattended. A lot of mm-hmm. our problems can go unattended. 
so they start festering this um, certain type of personality in us that in reality it's not us it's not where it's not us at our best mm -hmm. so for example me as being a two when I used to live again been Christian my entire life but just not in a relationship with Jesus and not in a relationship with God not in a, in a constant um, communion with him is it changes the way I was to how I am now like before it could have been my unhealthy side being more uh, arrogant more bossy more um, um, more like of a of a oh you're an authoritative figure I don't care I'm not gonna uh, abide to your rules like it's my rules like oh it's not gonna be your way it's gonna be my way but and holding a lot of resentment towards people since I'm very um, emotional and once I don't reciprocate I don't have that reciprocated love or affection I would get very like um, how do you say it? like offended so that it was me without a good relationship with God. But now that I've come into a better relationship with God, I can come into terms with the healthier version of me. Mm -hmm. And it's still the same personality. It's still the same person, but it's just... A better version of me. It's a better... It's version, Yes, it's a healthier, more mature version of me. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. Obviously, yeah. not everyone is perfect. There's no one's perfect, really. Mm -hmm. So there's still a lot of areas to grow in me. But just as you see someone change from one day to, to, to in a couple of months, there's certain people that can change very quickly, and that's okay with them. They don't, because Jesus just affects different people in different ways. And your personality, in essence, does not change. It's the same one. It's just you get the better, healthier, more mature, more more Jesus-like um, version of your personality. So I am still a, as being a two, I still have a side that every once in a while can get arrogant, every once in a while can get bossy. But now I learn how to control it and I, I get to Holy Spirit, hey, help me take control of this area of my life and, and call me out whenever I am, um, I f you feel me and you know that I am doing something that I'm not supposed to or it's very unhealthy or it's yeah. getting, um, this word is a lot overused, but it's true. It starts getting very toxic. So um, help me. And um, it's not who I am anymore. It, my people-pleasing side is way less now than it used to be before. My dependence on people's approval is way less now than it used to be before. Mm -hmm. But I still am a helper. I still want to help people. I still thrive off of helping others. But now I am okay with the fact that not everyone's going to need my help. Yeah. And I'm okay with the fact that I'm not going to be everyone's reason for happiness. You get me? Yeah, get so um, it's it hasn't changed. I'm still the same person. I'm still the same personality as I was before. But I've just matured and I've just grown out of my negative areas. And sometimes you see certain people and they tell you, hey, I'm this personality. Like we have a lot of people here that are eights and I don't believe it because I don't see this challenging um, type of personality or I don't see that that kind of struggle with authoritative figures that the eights sometimes are famous or known for so I asked them 
really you're an eight and they say yeah so I'm, claim I'm an eight. to be eight yes but the reality they are, you think they're not no they are but they oh, are just okay. very healthy and mature eights mm, okay. they don't have trouble with the negatives of an eight mm-hmm. so much anymore because they've grown out of, it, out of it or they've learned to heal those areas with the help of holy spirit with the help of, of, of jesus they have learned to heal those areas to where those negatives are not a problem anymore mm-hmm. or not as much as it used to be it's the same thing i am a two or my personality is more like a two but my negatives aren't as prominent as they used to be before mm-hmm. and that's good but it all has to do with a constant relationship with holy spirit a constant relationship with jesus just asking him hey there's things that i might need to fix as a two sometimes i can make certain comments that come uh, off as arrogant or as uh, putting certain people down and i don't realize it that's where jesus-centered friendships or like god-centered friendships come in and they're like hey man like you might have said this that might have sounded a little bit you know you yeah you felt someone feel bad you made someone feel bad so it's like um you know be careful so it 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 has to do a lot with our relationship with Jesus, Jesus and with Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that we get to be a healthier version so it just, of ourselves. It, so it pretty much what you're saying kind of what you're saying is that when someone doesn't have Jesus, most likely than not, they have an unhealthy version of themselves. Most likely. And then when they get Jesus, that version of themselves is still the same, but it's a healthier version of yeah. themselves. Okay. Yeah. You start, you start seeing different... Um, parts of their personality mm-hmm. like you don't it's not just the negative part now now you start seeing a little bit of positives you see you negatives every once in a while but you see more positives when anything you say whoa this person changed it's totally different no it's the same person same personality just as a healthier mm-hmm. then that's being. when people start to say like whoa he's different yep. and that different is, is that we're healthy we yes. might not because change but Spirit, we've changed in Jesus. a positive way of yes ourselves. okay that yes. makes a lot more yeah, yeah. So I'm relatively new to this. He, this man read this book twice of the Enneagram. So this man is like the I guy still, that... I still don't know. Yeah, like it's so there's complicated. There's other people that know more. The, yeah, but, there's, yeah, there's other people that way know more. It's like super complicated. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's almost simple. It's so hard mm-hmm. to say. Like it's a simple thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is our personality mm-hmm. and this is how it is. At the same time, it's so complicated. There's so many areas that we're either talking to and negatives, yeah. and yes, positives, yes. and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. It's it's it's, crazy. Pre- it's a pretty wide spectrum of things, but how you're saying, in essence, it's simple. It's just the personalities showing negatives and positives of your personality, and how we can let Jesus heal certain things that happened in our past, certain traumas mm-hmm. that have caused us to be a certain way, a certain unhealthy way. And then through the healing with Jesus, with Holy Spirit, through a constant relationship with him, we can become a better person and the best version of ourselves and our personality for the good of other people and for ourselves. All right. So that sounds good. So this is a cool question. And I know we're never, I don't think we're ever going to know this, but based on what we, you know, because you know more than me, what do you think Jesus would have been? I don't think. You see, Jesus is 100% God, 100%, 100% man. man. He would be perfect. What do you think he would just have max out stats? Yeah. You think he would have max out everything? On everything. On everything. He had the positives of every single. And there's no negative. Of course, there's no negative. No. But, I mean, other people would see it as a negative. No, it wasn't. Uh, what's it called? The. Uh, 
No. Because, you know, there, there, there are people, like, for example, the Pharisees, uh-huh. or the Romans, saw he was like, we're at their danger. Because, because they like, felt oh, challenged. That he was, yeah, they felt challenged. So yes. They would probably be as they We don't think it's Yeah, way. no. We I think it's perfect. Yes. I mean, Jesus being obviously who he is, God. he displayed all the positives of every single number, which is... I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other people, again, that know more than I do. I've just informed myself with what I know. But he just showed the positives of every single so just number. Max everything. Yeah. And in, in the good side of things, like, mm-hmm. that's, I, I've heard a lot of people say it's impossible. That's basically impossible to be able to, to be all the good of all the personalities. You'd go insane. Yeah, you go insane trying to change your personality. If I, I mean, try to go to a different personality, I pretty much I'd go insane. This is Jesus we're talking about, so impossible. This nothing, is, nothing for him. So, yeah. Like, you could see, though, like, in different um, um, characters in the Bible or, like, different people that the, the Bible talks about, they show off certain, char- certain characteristics. Like, for example, David. A lot of the Psalms that we see and that we read, it's sometimes it's David, like, just broken in front yeah. of 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 god and he's saying how oh my enemies and they're they're chasing me and they're trying to kill me but you're with me yeah and you're then the me. next verse he's like oh god why do you why why i know that you're going to kill my enemies and then the next verse is like god you're great and you're amazing and, and thank you and it's like whoa bro it's like so different how yeah. did you go from this to this and then you end up over here so he was a, a a person that was very um, emotional in the sense that he knew what he was feeling. He was very in the moment. Mm-hmm. He was like, right now, this is what's happening. And then, well... Most in, of the Psalms was him in, like, exile. He and, wrote yeah, most and, of the and, songs in exile. And, yeah, and then, this, and then he was... Um, you see him in, in victory the next verse and you're like what's going on well he's just living in the moment he was in the moment he wasn't thinking of of other things he was just experiencing what was going on right there and then so you you I see mean, a certain personality even goliath him. david goliath he didn't even think he didn't think twice about trying to fight him he, he's just like oh that man challenged me i'm and, gonna go and fight him in like, that right moment, in the moment he had the 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 courage and god gave him the courage to do that but then there's other moments that you see him that he's just torn and he's yeah. he's just so so um, frustrated and angry and and then he gets sad. He he displays a whole bunch of emotions because he was just living in the moment. And then there's other people that are more. So what do you more, think he would have most likely been? Being the the personality that he was. I mean, this is off the top of my head again. I don't. I don't, I'm not going to say, oh, David is this. And don't yeah, take this yeah, as like, yeah. the, I, I say, Cancel like, button. yeah, don't. We're going to be like, oh my God, yeah, David yeah, is this? No, yeah. this man is saying David is this. Maybe he <laughs> was. I'm between a. No, he was probably a four. I think he was a four. I think so. Maybe. Because he displayed both of the. Ah, it's because it's difficult because the emotionals are usually four and a two, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like 
Honestly, I don't feel like I can say, say but it. if I had to go with one or the other, it was probably a four or a two. Um, maybe a two just because certain times he displays very good things about... Like Jonathan's son, like helping him out. Yeah, so it's like he has qualities of a two and a four, so I'd be roaming around the area of a two or a four. I'd have to look more like into it a lot more, but he was definitely like that. And another person that kind of displayed that was um, Jeremiah and, and the whole thing of how when when he has trouble, he's saying, telling God like, oh, he wants to quit. And he's like, no, God, but I, I want to stop and I, and I want to, um, I just want to, to give up. He was wanting to give up. And then there's a certain thing that just inside of him is like, but your, your words are, are burning, they burn. In, in, in my bones and it's just like I, I have to keep going but I want to give up because the things around me are just just so horrible and so bad but I need to keep going I need to keep going so how he mourns and how he passes through uh, uh, a mourning period you can kind of tell and it's like okay he might be a certain uh, personality and explains because it shows in their relationship with God sometimes their personalities or the people's personalities has to do a lot also how they relate with God and how they speak to him so that's why even to us I relate a certain way to God that is different than maybe what you relate to mm-hmm. or that would um how we were saying how Isaac relates to it's it's different and we just see him different because it's just how our personalities um receive or they they interpret God mm-hmm.